With your help, we can continue to fight for freedom, reach new audiences, and bring important information to the public free of charge. This is not possible without your generosity. Join our quest for the truth and our freedom and donate today. Simply go to tntradio.live. Welcome to The Reckoning with Timothy Shea on today's News Talk Radio, TNT. Good evening and welcome to The Reckoning. If you're in the United States, happy George Washington's birthday. If you're in the United Kingdom, oops, sorry about all that. And if you're in Australia, pay close attention because what I'm about to say has particular importance for you. Today is indeed legally George Washington's birthday. Some states have different names for it, but federally, it's George Washington's birthday. Observed. Why? Because in 1968, we had the three-day weekend bill. That's not the official name of it, but that's the only name we need to to call it by. It was the three-day weekend bill. We're always going to have a three-day weekend because, you know, hey, who wants a holiday in the middle of the week? The only time we celebrate a holiday in the middle of the week is 4th of July. Again, UK. Sorry about all that. And Christmas. Everything else. Labor Day. Memorial Day. Doesn't matter what the date is, it's always going to be on the closest Monday. And so today, even though it's not February 22nd, the day on which our first president was born, is celebrated here in the United States as George Washington's birthday. Or is it? George Orwell wrote, the slovenliness of our language makes it easier to have foolish thoughts. More colorfully, and in a similar vein, it's been said that blurry words carol carry deplorable meanings when mosquitoes carry malaria. And it's true. And it's not just words. It's all sorts of information, like calling Washington's birthday President's Day. Today's not President's Day. We're not celebrating Millard Fillmore. We're definitely not celebrating Bill Clinton, Jimmy Carter, Barack Obama, and most especially Stumblebum Joe. This isn't their day. No, President's Day is a name cooked up by car dealers. Car dealers? Yes, car dealers. I was working for a local newspaper while attending graduate school, selling classified ads back in the mid-1980s. And car dealers were buying ads for their Lincoln and Washington's birthday bonanza, because this is the time of year where we have automobile sales in the United States, because they've got to clear out last year's models, which came in in September, for next year's models, which come in again this September. So how do you clear it out? You have a big sale. So in January, we have white sales. All the sheets and everything else go on sale. And in February... It's automobile sales. You can't turn on a television without seeing automobile ads. And in newspapers, remember those things? They're printed on paper. The the paper itself is called newsprint. Yeah, Most of those don't exist anymore. But if you can get a copy of one in a library, go back and look at one from the 1970s. It would say Lincoln and Washington's birthday bonanza or something like that. Well, that is awfully expensive because it takes column inches, and that's how classified ads are sold by the inch. So they came up with the idea of doing President's Day, but it saved them a couple inches and a lot of money. 
That's where the name President's Day came from. But the left, loving to dilute our heritage, made George Washington's birthday colloquially, although not legally, into President's Day. And they even got a few states to agree with them and name it that in their states. Again, it's not the holiday. And if you doubt me, go look at that delightful movie, Holiday Inn. We used to celebrate Lincoln's birthday on February 12th, and then George Washington's birthday 10 days later on the 22nd. When I was a boy in school, we had two holidays, Lincoln's birthday and Washington's birthday. But when they created Martin Luther King Day, noble objective indeed, in January, they said, well, you know, we don't need two day, two, three day weekends in February. Uh, sorry, Abe, we're going to keep George Washington's because that's at the end of February. We just had Martin Luther King's at the end of January. So that's what we're going to do. Sorry, Abe. See you later. And then the left seeing an opening came in with President's Day. Why does this matter? Am I picking nits? No, I'm not, because it's just one of the many national lies that we're told, like that daylight stupid time in a few weeks when we set the clocks forward is an artifact from our agricultural days when we did it so that farmers could have more time in the fields that's complete bs farmers actually advocated against changing the time no what daylight savings time is about is getting people used to doing something that completely interrupts their life just because the government told them to do it and it started over 100 years ago in the progressive era, ring any bells? Other national lies are that the Republican and Democrat parties flipped and that the racist Democrats in the 1960s flipped after the Civil Rights Act was passed by the, the noble Republicans that then became Democrats. It's complete nonsense. The parties never flipped. Just like it's complete nonsense that red is the Republican color and blue is the Democrat color. Our friends in the United Kingdom and Australia and New Zealand know that that's not true either. So be careful what the dominant narrative is. Always question it. Because if you find that they're lying to you about little things, you can bet that they're lying to you about big things. And TNT is an important part of figuring out what's true and what's not true. TNT is an independent global news talk station that does what others only say that they do. TNT is a live radio and TV broadcaster that simply tells the truth 24 hours a day, seven days a week. No one in the world does what we do. Crisscrossing the globe, providing credible news and opinion all day and all night. In two and a half years, TNT has become a credible and exciting platform with brilliant hosts and staff. It's a critical time and we must continue to call out the misinformation and propaganda from mainstream media and their powerful sponsors. We are now appealing to our many friends and supporters around the world to go to tntradio.live and make a small donation to TNT while we seek the right investors to help continue our important mission. Lighting the fuse of freedom, today's news talk, TNT. The facts, no spin or agenda. Not enough with the lies, we need the facts. This is today's News Talk Radio, TNT. A British government health agency, already I don't trust this story, Adam, has reportedly declared that drug-induced milk from transgender women who were born male 
is just as healthy for babies as a mother's breast milk. Here with the story joining me now is TNT News producer Adam Clark, a.k.a. Ruckus. Uh, thanks, Timothy. I want to quote something from Pulp Fiction. I might get the line wrong, but uh, a sewer rat may taste like pumpkin pie, but I'll never know because I'm not going to eat the filthy you fill in the blank. Um, yeah, this is kind of disgusting. This is wild. Uh, lots of people have been talking about this. It kind of went a little viral. <laughs> Uh, the Telegraph, I think, was the first to report about this on Sunday, uh, and they said that, quote, in a letter to campaigners, the University of Sussex Hospital's NHS Trust, USHT, said that the milk produced by trans women after taking a combination of drugs is, quote, comparable to that produced following the birth of a baby. Ending quote. Yep. The health officials from UK's National Health Service argued in the letter that, quote, there is clear and overwhelming evidence that human milk is the ideal food for infants, end quote, referring to a mother's milk. I mean, did they have to go to medical school to figure this out? You know what I mean? Absolutely insane. Um, this is sick. OK, so. All right. The medical director um, says, quote, the evidence which is available demonstrates that the milk is comparable to that produced following the birth of a baby. Uh, end quote. I don't see where their evidence of this is. According to the Daily Mail, quote, lactation happens naturally after birth when a hormone called prolactin kicks in and stimulates milk producing alveolar cells. The same combination of drugs can be given to a biological male who first needs to grow breast tissue capable of lactation. This requires them to take testosterone suppressants along with estrogen and progesterone hormone treatment. Once there is enough breast tissue, the brain must be stimulated to produce Prolactin, which can be done by giving domperom, sorry, dom, domperidione, I can't even say that word, or metachloropromide, end quote. So basically going to give you drugs to trick your brain into tricking your body. This is crazy. Uh, these claims about drug-induced trans women's milk by the NHS stirred a few emotions online amongst some people, uh, columnist. Nana Akua said, quote, there is no way that hormone filled milk from a trans woman is as good for a baby as the real thing. Ridiculous. A baby is not a prop. End quote. Uh, TV anchor Julia Hartley Brewer said, quote, any parent's first instinct should be to put the needs of their newborn baby before their own. Any man who wants to pretend he's a mother who can breastfeed is putting his own desires above the health of his baby. The NHS should not promote this, end quote. Uh, actor I'm not familiar with, Matthew Marsden, said, quote, we deserve the asteroid. This stops when you decide it stops, end quote. Uh, a party leader, a reclaimed party leader, Lawrence Fox, said, quote, end times, end quote. Yeah, you get the idea. Um, Lottie Moore, head of biology matters at the policy exchange think tank, proclaimed, quote, this letter is unbalanced and naive in its assertion that the secretions produced by a male on hormones can nourish an infant in the way a mother's, milk, uh, mother's breast milk can. A child's welfare must always take precedence over identity politics and contested belief systems that are not evidence-based. 
the NHS should not be indulging in this nonsense. It is compromising women's rights and child safeguarding, end quote, and so forth, uh, Timothy. I think science at the end of the day might prove this to be wrong, but what do you think about this? This is this is too much for my little brain to, to wrap my, my around. I don't, I don't get it. Buckle up, Adam, because it's about to get biological. First of all, comparable is not the same as identical. Formula is comparable to breast milk, and yet people are finally realizing after 60 years of shaming women into not using their breasts what God designed them, how, how God designed them to be used and raised on formula, now we find out that you get much better outcomes with nursing. Why is that? Well, for one thing, colostrum. The mothers out there will know that colostrum is the first milk. It's the first milk that comes in, and it's not the same as milk at months two, three, four, five, et cetera. No, the colostrum helps jumpstart. In fact, it gives the baby its immune system. Males cannot make colostrum, even if hormonally tricked into doing so. I also note with interest that these same people that have shamed women into not using their breasts, as God intended, are now trying to say that it's okay for men to use theirs in a way that God didn't intend? We knew this was coming for a long time. It started with that absurd contraption that a man could put on to hold two bottles. It was a little harness that he could put on to hold two bottles so that he could chest feed his baby. And they created that word, chest feed. That word never existed. And all they were trying to do is normalize the concept of fathers nursing their babies. It was only a matter of time before they started manipulating biology because these people are all committing the sin of Lucifer, also the sin of Judas. They're looking for human situations, human equality with God. We can't have human solutions to our problems. We can only have divine solutions, ultimately. We are not equal with God. Look at what's happened to humanity every single time humanity thought they knew better. Humanity thought they knew better, and God said, oh, yeah, I'm going to flood out all, all but eight of you. I'll keep the animals, but only eight of you get to stay around. And then he promised never to do that, so be happy every time you see a rainbow, because that's reminding the Lord of his promise. And I think he needs frequent reminders based on how many rainbows I see, and I don't blame him. I'd be beyond frustrated with humanity if I were he, and the fact that he hasn't wiped us out with fire this time instead of a flood is testament to his patience. But then humanity thought, we're equal to God. In fact, we're superior to God, so we're going to build a tower up to heaven, and we're going to go attack God. Well, what did God do? He cast down that tower, and he scattered humanity to the four corners of the earth, confounding our language so that we couldn't even understand each other. Indeed, every single time humanity has sought equality with God, there's been a negative outcome. There was a negative outcome for Pharaoh after he wouldn't listen. At the ninth plague, well, the tenth plague was you lose your firstborn sons. And the Egyptians were forced to allow the Israelites 
to leave Egypt. But what did the Israelites do? They immediately lost faith with God and started worshiping a golden calf. Okay, 40 years in the desert wandering around for you. Have you ever looked at a map of the Mideast? How could you wander around for 40 years and not find Israel? Well, that's what happens when you try to claim equality with God, Adam. And I don't think this is going to end up any better than any of those earlier attempts. Probably not. It does say to uh, Timothy, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be again uh, in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. So I agree with Reclaim Party leader Lawrence Fox, who simply said end times. That's what it feels like, unfortunately. You know, and I, I kind of got to agree with actor Marsden, too. Time for the asteroid. All right. Thanks for a great story to kick off the week, Adam. Last December, Julian Assange's two-day public hearing was announced for February 20 and 21st at the UK High Court to determine whether Julian will have permission to appeal or whether he will be extradited to the United States for criminal prosecution. TNT will be at the Royal Courts of Justice broadcasting and covering the entire two days if required. Then TNT will broadcast from various locations throughout London to get the commentary on the street. Also, the London premiere of the Trustfall, Julian Assange, will be at the Rio Cinemas on Sunday, 18th February at 1 p.m. That was yesterday, so we hope you enjoyed that premiere. But go and find the Trustfall, Julian Assange. It's an important meeting, that movie that everyone needs to see. Lighting the fuse for freedom, today's news talk, TNT. TNT's Pervoy Morich. He details factually how Russia is rolling out the algorithm ghetto, um, you know, the, the, the multipolar edition of the algorithm ghetto, a prototype of a traffic light that records traffic violations by a pedestrian at a crossing was tested in Moscow. So Russians now, they'll, they'll have a, the government will take a snapshot of their face and then run that through the databases to figure out who is who and then find them, uh, I suppose. Uh, and then, you know, he, he points out that there are a lot of developments now. Moscow 2030, it's, it's, uh, they want to make uh, Moscow achieve smart city status. Uh, and there's just, you know, you, you look at the white papers, Moscow and Russia are all in on Agenda 2030, smart cities, algorithm ghetto, digital IDs. Pervoy Morich on today's News Talk TNT. TNTradio.live. Check it out. Today's News Talk Radio. It's the coolest. TNT. Lynn Shaw is founder and executive director of Lynn's Warriors. The mission is ending slavery and sexual exploitation by raising awareness through media and grassroots mobilization, advocacy, education, and policy. You can find her on her website, lynnswarriors.org, and on X at Lynn's underscore warriors and her YouTube channel, at Lynn's Warriors. like to welcome back to The Reckoning, my very good friend, Lynn Shaw. Timothy, I love that introduction. Thank you. I am thrilled to be here with you. And also, so many thanks. I'm, I'm very humbled and honored to be here 
you always want to cover these very important topics, things ha happening with families and kids and safety, and for TNT Radio for also wanting to cover these subjects, a must in 2024. Well, I really feel a moral obligation to, Lynn. I, I feel called to do this, and I am grateful to TNT that we can present whatever we want here, as long as it's within the bounds of decency, of course, because no other media are reporting this, these topics. Uh, you get some people on X, you get some people on YouTube, but those platforms censor so much, or at least Twitter used to, that to have an outlet like this where we can have an extended conversation, I think is really important. So I, I love doing it. Now, last weekend, I'm told that there was a big football game in the United States called the Super Bowl. I haven't seen one in five years. I'd seen every single one since Super Bowl three in 1969. I used to be a huge NFL fan, huge NHL fan, or hockey league, huge major league baseball fan, huge NBA fan, basketball. I haven't seen any of it in five years because I refuse to support corporations, and that's what these teams are, that push the deathly narrative on every single aspect, the transgender narrative, the Black Lives Matter lies, all of it. I'm done. They don't get a penny of my money and they don't get a second of my time. But it was a big game. A lot of people watched. Unfortunately, the Super Bowl isn't only the biggest football game of the year. It's also the biggest sex trafficking two weeks of the year. Why don't you tell people what that's all about? I'm glad you brought this up, Timothy, because we have to. There's such a narrative fighting this, which is it's the reality. It's the truth. Wherever you have a large group of people, you are going to have large numbers of human trafficking, whether it's a concert, a, a sporting event. So the Super Bowl. Hundreds of thousands. I heard 450,000 were in town for it. That's the number I heard a couple of different times. So somewhere around half a million people. Let's just, you know, round that off a little bit. And they flow into Las Vegas, Sin City anyway. Let me remind everybody. And so where, where prostitution is legal, by the way, in the state of Nevada. Well, now we digress because, Timothy, uh, I work with a lot of women, a lot of those brothels are actually out in the desert with chain link fences around them. If mm -hmm. the women uh, don't show up for the lineups, you know, they're a minute late. They are charged $1,200, $1,500, You could say that is a form of trafficking, force, coercion, right? But well, that's I think it's that absolutely sexual slavery, but that's another topic. And, I'm sorry to and that's another That's another topic, but that's what happens with us, Timothy. I go off in all different directions. There's so much to talk about. But the Super Bowl is indeed one of the largest human trafficking events in the United States. And I don't understand the narrative that's put out in the media. You can't say that. We can say that because we can say wherever there are large amounts of people. And this is indeed one of the largest events in the United States every year. This is where we have a lot of trafficking. They flew in from other countries. They're taking buses and trains. They're driving all of these vulnerable people into the city for a whole two to three week period, setting up this whole criminality of trafficking. And you know what? It is not good enough that we just say, you know what? Everybody should be on the lookout. This needs to be shut down, Timothy. If we know what's happening, why aren't more steps taken to shut this down? Yeah, where's our top to bottom corrupt FBI that's in charge of solving kidnapping? Kidnapping is a federal crime. 
Why? Where's FBI in all this? Lynn, I saw a report on Monday that staggered me. 5,500 flights, private flights, we're not talking about commercial flights, 5,500 private jets took off from McCarran after the game. I didn't know we had 5,500 private jets in the country. Timothy, we have more private jets. I think the commercial jets now is the way of the world. Look, that's another topic. Let's go from who. No, but what I'm saying knows? is that just shows you the magnitude of this. And and, and who was on those jets? How that's many people exactly. were trafficked on those 5,500 jets? That's exactly what I was just going to say to you. I was going to say, you know, there's so many parties in Vegas, before parties, after parties, Weekend before, weekend after, you can't keep up with them. And I noticed in the media, they were rather silent for a lot of parties I heard about personally were occurring. Silence. Silence usually to me means no good. But who exactly, we don't know, Timothy, who who were on the planes, right? We don't know what's going on there. We just know there's a lot of trafficking that happens at the Super Bowl event. But I want to go back to the FBI for a minute because- there are a lot of good, Timothy, men and women who do work for the FBI yes. on a daily basis with bank Absolutely. robberies doing. It's the higher tier, Timothy, that aren't allowing the you know man force, woman force, whatever we're calling it these days. I'm confused. The people, the good agents that work at the FBI to do their job. So we always have to keep that in mind because I know some fabulous FBI people. It's that upper As do tier. I. As do I. Unfortunately, you know, not the jackbooted thugs, the people that broke down the door of Mar-a-Lago. No, not good people, but they're getting their orders from the higher up. They're getting their budgets from the higher ups. And, and the kidnapping unit is not. They're not getting the order to solve these crimes, to investigate these crimes. They're also not getting the budgets. And again, Lynn, you're exactly correct. That goes back directly to Pennsylvania Avenue at the Hoover Building. You're listening to The Reckoning on today's News Talk, TNT. Well, what's the news? TNT Radio News. For TNT, this is James O'Neill. Retired Harvard Law Professor Alan Dershowitz suggested that Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis may have lied under oath during her testimony related to the prosecution of former President Donald Trump in Georgia. The case accuses Trump and co-defendants of attempting to alter the 2020 election outcome. Flood watches and warnings are currently active across coastal and mountain regions of California as forecasters anticipate heavy rainfall from a substantial storm moving southward. Are you enjoying listening to TNT Radio? Do you think we're doing a good job? Then please let us know. Why not leave us a like or a positive review or comment on Facebook, Gab, or Getter? Help us get the word out as we cover the biggest topics of our time on today's News Talk, TNT Radio. Lynn, you're mentioning how the poor women that work out in the desert where prostitution is legal in Nevada are suffering a form of slavery. They're basically sexual indentured servants. It's not just the sex workers, though. There's a huge child labor problem going on as well, isn't there? Timothy, I've been screaming about this since last year when I found a little buried headline in a publication out of the U.K., I'm getting better um, American news sometimes out of, out of other countries um, to find out what's happening. Now, we have 14 states currently that went against our child labor laws that were established, you know, back late 20s, 1930, mm -hmm. to protect children so they weren't harmed. Now, 14 states, think about this, Timothy. Nobody's really talking about this. In other words, for instance, Ohio, 
Now a child during the school year can work up to nine o'clock at night. There used to be certain hours they could work after school. Right. Uh, we also can have in the state of Tennessee, you can have a child work in a bar slash restaurant uh, also. Now we never had children working around liquor. We have untold amounts of not only American children, Let's talk about all of these unaccompanied minors, these illegal alien children. That is exactly what they are. I, it hurts me to say that because these are children. These are minors. 300,000 in one calendar year flooding the United States last year. Jobs in construction, jobs in meatpacking um, companies, automotive industry, in homes, working, working as basically what I say, enslaved. So- why all of a sudden, now this also goes, Timothy, to it is both Republicans and Democrats here that Correct. want these laws. They both do. And you know why? Because America loves cheap labor. That's what they like. And this has to be stopped. And more people have to talk about it. We have to get this out there because children are being harmed. You're not hearing about it. They're falling off of uh, roofs. They're uh, getting hands cut off. You know, they're working in these uh, meatpacking places, automotive and there, there were a couple of headlines over the last year, and then they just went away. Nobody followed up. Nobody in Washington, I do work with Washington when I talk about it, they don't want to hear about it. That, is, again, is both Republicans and Democrats. They're like, we have too much on our plate. Leave us alone with that one. We can't talk about it right now. But you know what, Timothy? I have a feeling all these kids coming in unaccompanied, a lot of them will be found in these different places across the United States working because they come from countries where they work from almost the time they're born. That's that's what they do. That's just the reality in countries like Venezuela, Colombia, Mexico. They work to help the family. So them, you know, they come here at 12, 13, 14 years old. This is nothing new to them. They want to work and make money. So it's a very kind of slippery slope. I'm not liking that nobody will address this one. I think you're exactly correct. Another topic they're not addressing is the blood batteries. We had blood diamonds back in the 90s, and that became a cause celeb. But I don't see any Hollywood celebrities using hashtag blood batteries and calling attention to the fact that the chemicals, the materials that are used to make the solar panels and the batteries are often produced by child labor in unbelievably unsafe uh, situations. In the Congo, children as young as six years old are sent down into unsafe holes in the ground. You can't even call them tunnels, right? They're 18 inches high, two inches high, and they're sent in there to bring out dirt to try to get the, the raw cobalt ore so that they can get cobalt for the batteries. Other children are literally up to their knees in slurry, chemical slurry, sorting the ore from other the muck and other chemicals. It's ungodly what's going on in Hollywood and the rest of the business community is completely silent. And all these NIMBY, not in my backyard, green advocates for clean energy think that they're saving the planet by using solar panels and driving electric vehicles. It's unconscionable. You know, I'm glad you brought that up, but that reminds me, Timothy, we have in fields in, in Africa, children working, um, children and vulnerable adults, you know, with shea butter and things of that nature. We have to also, in the United States, people need to put their money where their mouth is kind of thing. Most beauty products are made with these products coming out of these countries with slave labor. 
Now, nobody, not too much, not too many people are talking about this one. If people would really look at where those products or where what those companies do their due diligence, but you know, and I know people are lazy. So we try to provide it the warriors, like, look at these products, look what they're made from, look where they come from. There is tremendous slave labor that is in shampoos, you know, coming out the the product um the ingredients and also the lotions you know on every drugstore shelf so that's another avenue we should start looking at where do these products what do these companies stand for where are they coming from the labor itself that's absolutely correct and it just goes to show you the value system of organizations like PETA people for the ethical treatment of animals i'm a lifelong member of people for eating tasty animals but Where's PETA been? They're all about, oh, the bunnies, the bunnies, the bunnies. You're using bunnies to determine if the makeup is safe. They're putting the chemicals into bunnies' eyes. And okay, so that's not the nicest thing. And you want to stop that? Fine. I've got no problem with that. Why are you being silent over the fact those products are being produced by child and slave labor in the first place? Where is PETA on this? Where again is the Hollywood elite? Where are all the actresses? you know, protesting against Sephora. I don't see it. Do you? Timothy, I see nothing. When did our children become chattel? Not only American children, children across the world, right? For years, we hear from the UN and we have to help with this slavery, help with this trafficking. Where is this all gone? It's gone zero. It's gone nowhere. Okay. Um, that is why we always are preaching at the Warriors. You have to do it in your own home, your own community. Now, let's get back to Hollywood for a second, something I am well-versed in uh, with my background. We mm -hmm. can't get any, I don't even like to call them celebrities today, Timothy, because I think it takes on a new, we don't really have celebrities in my opinion no. today. Like, like Certainly we no did. glamorous we, celebrities. Yeah, no, no glamour anymore. We just, we don't have them. We have these influencers. I don't know. But you know, if you have a good marketing and PR team, anybody. You know, every day I've got Taylor Swift thrown in my face. I'm not even looking for her. And <laughs> she's there. Yeah. <laughs> she has such a brilliant marketing connection. A ch she's a chosen one. And that reminds me, you know, Taylor Swift about a week ago, headlines all over the place. Oh, she is the victim of these nudes, this AI online, these deep fakes. Well, I am here to tell you that we have been rallying about that, calling that out for the last several years as we enter into artificial intelligence. And the more frightening one is this arti artificial generative, artificial general intelligence, AGI. That's what everybody has to look at, the AGI, because the AI is kind of the chat GPT we all think is cute, or people think it's a robot or a rumba. I'm not sure what they think, but it's the AGI. I work with law enforcement. That is what we need to look at. So Taylor Swift got a lot of play for these deep fakes, some kind of porn images, porn tapes, something. But how about all the women and men and kids we work with? We've been fighting about this. That headline lasted maybe 24 hours. Why can't a Taylor Swift sign on with all of us and say, we're not going to have this in our country, in our world, right? We're not going to have deep fakes. We work so hard with that. And we are so scared, again, going into this AGI that is upon us, but it went away. I feel like this is me saying it. I have no proof, Timothy. She did it for a couple of headlines. Somebody on our team said, oh, it's sexual. It's this, it's that. We'll get some play out of this for 24 hours. Let's go with that one. Because every day she's got a new headline. There's no follow-up, nothing. In the meantime, regular people, 
Regular people are being harmed with these deep fakes and nobody is doing anything about it. And when I question it, which I do every single day, we don't have resources. We don't have manpower. I am so tired of these excuses, Timothy. No more excuses. We're talking about people, children. Why is it like this? Why is it getting worse? It seems like it's getting worse every time I talk to you. Well, it is getting worse. And it's interesting to note that and that you're absolutely correct about Taylor. That was just a 24-hour news cycle headline grab. But I was talking to Brianna Morello last Friday that they're even more upset, as upset as the stars are that their faces have been put on pornographic images, they're even more set upset about Dignify. Have you heard about Dignify? It's Dignif AI. It's I, a group of 4chan hackers that are putting clothes on women and covering up tattoos and making them look more wholesome, more decent, and the left is losing its mind. I've got a an idea of why both of those things are happening after these headlines. You're listening to The Reckoning on today's News Talk, TNT. Give me a minute with TNT Radio's Steve Malzberg. Last week, Christopher Ray, the head of the FBI, testified before Congress and talked all about the threat that China poses to us, and it was downright frightening. The CCP's dangerous actions, China's multi-pronged assault on our national and economic security make it the defining threat of our generation. Now, when I described the CCP as a threat to American safety a moment ago, I meant that quite literally. There has been far too little public focus on the fact that PRC hackers are targeting our critical infrastructure. Seemingly everything we need to survive. Our water treatment plants, our electrical grid, our oil and natural gas pipelines, our transportation systems, and the risk that poses to every American requires our attention now. And get this, we even have a time frame for this impending disaster. The budgets that emerge from discussions underway now will dictate what kind of resources we have ready in 2027, a year that as this committee knows all too well, the CCP has circled on its calendar. Oh, we have three years to neutralize this existential threat. Don't you feel better? I don't. Thanks for giving me a minute. I'm Steve Ballsberg. Catch my show Monday through Friday right here on TNT. Last week, Brandon met a girl on a dating app. One day after work, he finally found the courage to ask her out. No answer. He started to panic. Was he being too pushy? Maybe it was too... Hey, sorry I didn't respond. I was driving. I would love to go on a date. How does tonight sound? Brandon tried to play it cool, but inside he knew. A girl so smart, so responsible. She must be a keeper. This is The Reckoning with Timothy Shea on today's News Talk Radio, TNT. Lynn, you noted that it seems to be getting worse every time we speak to each other, and we speak to each other rather frequently. I've got a, a theory about that. When Jesus was tempted, his third temptation, the devil took him up onto a mountaintop and said, all of the kingdoms that you see can be yours if you bend your knee and worship me. Now, Jesus didn't say you don't have that power because Satan does. He's the prince of this world. Jesus said, get thee behind me, Satan. And that's why St. Paul 
told us that we need to despise this world. Everything I see, we're in a spiritual battle between good and evil, and we're just seeing it play out in the physical realm here. And every single thing that we talk about, Lynn, I see is directly the influence of the Prince of Lies. I think you're onto something there, big time, because, you know, I used to think, Timothy, that there are, everybody's pretty much good, and but there are some bad people. Like, I grew up that way. I went to all Catholic mm -hmm. school. This is what we studied. This is what our parents taught us. Until I got involved in the work with children, I've come to realize there is pure evil all around us. There is more evil. Now, this is just me saying this. There is mm -hmm. more evil around us than good. And it pains me to have to say something like that, that there is more evil than good. Well, now, I think the Bible, the Bible bears you out. Many are called, few are chosen. And, and look at the first flood. I referenced it in my opening tonight, right? God wiped out all of humanity except for the eight people in Noah's family. So I, I think you're onto something there, Lynn. I think we are. I think the good is outnumbered by the evil, but certainly not outweighed by the evil. In the end, God wins. We let's let's hope so. Let's believe that. Let's have hope. Let's give other people hope that that's what right. is. We have to cheer, be cheerleaders. We have to take it upon us. Those of us who have a platform like you do, uh, I have a mouth on me. I work in the communities. We have to bear this burden because many people, Timothy, they're overwhelmed. They can't handle it. They don't want right. to know about it. I don't blame people. This is dark and ugly. The last few years, the way all has played out every day, it's like this hammer. We're being hit over the head with something. People cannot stand it. So we have to be, we have to be the ones that go out there. Those warriors, I'm very serious about that, that empowers mm -hmm. others. I don't care if it's sharing a fact, a reality. Uh, uh, you say to somebody, they say to me, what can I do? Retweet this fact. I don't right. care if it's telling somebody about, you know, a, a grandmother about their granddaughter or grandson. Here's a little something to be looking for on the internet. We have the power. We have to take it back. But it all goes down, Timothy, whether it's my work in Washington, Albany, our state capital here in New York, people go after the money. And that they is do. creating in this environment so much more evil because everything is a mishmash and they're just all going for that money, whether these celebrities, and I use that term loosely, are mm -hmm. on OnlyFans, taking their clothes off, putting their children I've seen on OnlyFans. We'll yep. leave that for it's another. It's, yeah, it's it, disgusting. You know, the minute they turn 18, they're doing mother-daughter duos on OnlyFans to make a few bucks to take your clothes off. Yeah, you know what, sick. though? Timothy, people don't really like this as I travel the United States. People do not like it. We have the power. The pendulum will swing back like a wrecking ball. This will not occur. Good will always outweigh evil. Even though it looks dark now, good will win. Well, that's why I named this show The Reckoning, because I firmly believe that a reckoning is coming. And quite frankly, I want to help uh, start it off. And you're exactly correct. Everybody can do something. And one thing that people can do is contract contact their representative in the House of Representatives because Congress is set to vote on COSA, the Kids Online Safety Act, which is the first child protection bill launched in 25 years to address online harms to children. Tell us a little bit more about COSA, the Kids Online Safety Act. Oh, we would be here all day and all night. I am thrilled. It was launched about two years ago, March 2022, bipartisan launched, sponsored by uh, Senator Richard Blumenthal, Connecticut, and also Senator mm -hmm. Marsha Blackburn from Tennessee. We worked constantly 
asking Kids Online Safety Act that big tech have a duty of care. We're not trying to close down privacy. We are trying to a duty of care over this duty of profit. Again, it goes to the money. We know big tech, it's all about the money, the eyeballs, the traffic. Duty of care, what does that exactly mean? We know we have all the studies, dangerous algorithms, direct children, eating disorders, buying drugs, suicide ideation. It's all there. Kia challenges, you remember that with TikTok? Kids mm -hmm. are hurting themselves yep. on tic these TikTok challenges. A duty of care to recognize. They know, big tech knows all of this. They ignore. And why not? Because they get to hide behind Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act launched in 1996 when the internet was basically born. And a lot we know has changed since 1996. So here's That's what right. happened. We had we had 50 bipartisan co-sponsors determined in this 118th Congress to get this to final vote. Well, all of a sudden, last week, my Senator Chuck Schumer, who I've approached many times, his office, we'll leave that for a second, wanted nothing to do with this. Nobody in New York State wanted to co-sponsor, sign on, nothing. Now, Chuck Schumer is the Senate Majority Leader. He holds the power to get this to the floor for a vote. Now, they came back, a couple of people, pushing, pushing, we're pushing. Fast forward. Well, if you include a little more language and amend this Kids Online Safety Act, by the way, it is Senate Bill S-1409 for those listening. If you amend the language and include a little bit more about the LGBTQIA plus community, more marginalized, and you invite us in, for instance, GLAAD, G-L-A-A-D, to have a few words, uh... We'll consider it. Timothy, the bottom line is, so the language was amended, and you know what? A day later, 12 new co-sponsors signed on, including Chuck Schumer, who has the power to bring this to a vote. Now, if that's what it takes to put a little language in there about LGBTQIA, because to me, I don't care what side you're on. This is about the safety of all children. Exactly. Now, and I've got opinions yeah. on Senator Blumenthal and Senator Schumann, Schumer, but those he's my senator as well. But they have absolutely nothing to do with this issue. And at the end of the day, Lynn, and this is what Republicans, conservatives need to learn that get all upset over individual votes and whatnot. Politics is the art of the possible. And the enemy of my enemy is my friend. There's a reason why the old expression was politics makes strange bedfellows. I am able to separate, Timothy. I don't exactly. like a, lo a lot of things about Senator Blumenthal. But guess what? He supports me and my work. Right. And Marsha Blackburn. I love everything pretty much Marsha Blackburn's doing, but we'll leave that for a second. We have to be able to separate out because I've taken hits. How can you support when I tag him in, in, in different postings? Right. Because they have the to understand that is, if it's about an yes. issue, the important thing is getting that issue legislation passed. And the more people that want to help us pass it, the better. We'll happily, you know, give the devil his due if they help us pass this important legislation. Well, the thinking is once Chuck Schumer signed on and I saw that, I literally cried. And I don't cry. Yeah, I'm sure you did. Yeah, I'm sure you I did. did. I, I cried because I I understand politics very well. I understand what goes on here, but that says to me, he will now bring it to a vote. It will now pass. And that passing the first child safety bill in 25 years, shame on Congress, shame on them for not, 
you know, wanting to do more to keep kids safe, figuring out, not attacking anybody's privacy, but figuring out our kids are not for sale. Our kids are not to be exploited. So I know, well, Congress right now, I think they all went to the beach for, they have 10 more days. They took off. They're somewhere. Um, but we really feel that Chuck Schumer will now put this to the floor for a vote. The good news about that is we've got five bills right behind that. And we believe once this gets passed, the other five, some of them, we might have to amend some of the language, will get passed. But the bottom line is exactly what you said, the safety of children. We have to come together. And I'm telling you, right. Republicans and Democrats, and I, I want to say something that might sound a little controversial to you, but I don't care. I am about whatever ha helps the person, the child, the family. Oh, because so am I. Do you know one of my favorite groups on X? One, no. of the, one of the groups of people that I admire the most, not for their lifestyle, not for the choices that they make all the time. Gays for groomers. If you know, I love if them. folks aren't if folks aren't following gays for groomers on X, they need to. These are good people. These are good, decent people that are standing up in their own community at great personal risk yes. and saying, no, enough, this is wrong. And I think that is commendable. I love gays for groomers. I mean, that's another thing. We have to get over again these these kind of labels. We have to kind of overlook that. Because we have to go after what is the bottom line right. here? What is the bottom line? You know, we did a joint event in Albany uh, in October, a March on a Saturday. We had gays, for, gay, the Warriors is partnered, gays with groomers, you know, for groomers. Um, but social media shut us down. So like people didn't show up that would have come. We've got sure. all those kinds of issues, but it doesn't matter. Because still, whether you're on Twitter or whatever, we're still getting the word out. We know there's censorship. But still, our idea is if we affect one each day, then we've done our jobs. People exactly. have to get over this division. But I'm telling you, Timothy, Republicans have got their head in the sand. I believe COSA Kids Online Safety Act is because the Democrats said, um, uh, you know, we want this amended language. And a couple of people got their, their you know, feathers ruffled. But so be it. Who cares? So, so gays against groomers. I, I, people should love them. People should be applauding them for their. They have a tremendous following for the work they're doing, mm -hmm. and they're not. Again, it's those labels, and that's the thing, Timothy. I don't like. Look, look at the world we're living in today. Look what our country's like. It's not ever going to be what it was. It's different. People need to step up. They need to really investigate, learn more, and change their thinking. People have to really change their thinking. Indeed. And let me play devil's advocate here for a moment, because this is something I've heard, which is why I'm so happy to hear about these other five bills. People are saying, is this bill really a big deal? It sounds like it's a big deal. Or is it just a, a sop that, OK, we did something for you. Now go away. And, you know, big tech is just going to go forward, as you said, with AI and, and the really terrifying AGI. Uh, is this just a sop or I'm happy to hear about these five bills. Do you want to talk about them now or, or is it too early? No, because they've been floating around before the Kids Online Safety Act. We have all okay. kinds of the Report Act, the Stop CSAM Act, CSAM, C-S-A-M, child sexual abuse material. People mm -hmm. call it kitty porn, child pornography. No, we don't call that, it that. that. No, we that call cartoonizes it. That went it. Out, yeah. that, went out, that went out the door, the pornography. Kids can't, you know, consent to pornography, these sexual... Child sexual abuse material. That is the term everybody's got to use. Um, we have the Earn It Act. 
you know, holding big tech accountable, allowing, allowing a child or a person to sue a big tech company if they refuse to take images or videos down, which so many people, Timothy report, we call, we beg, we're going here, there. They refuse to take this material down. So Earn It Act affects that. Um, we've got a couple of things for AI pending, but my fear is, and this is what I want, I, I don't like to think like this. When I heard, and I'm so thrilled about Kids Online Safety Act, but we still need everybody to contact the representatives to mm -hmm. urge Senator Schumer, push this through. I don't care where you live. We ne still need support. It's not like it's a done deal. We need support. We have to. House.gov. Is Kristen Gillibrand uh, sponsoring it as well? I would assume that she is. She does nothing. Okay. I am shocked at her. Well, she went after I our have... guns first thing she got into office. She did Well, that. she she loves the gun talk. She loves the illegal alien talk. She loves the climate control talk. That's what she likes. Timothy, don't get me started because I will just go off on a tangent about, okay. you know. Uh, I'll try to keep you focused. No, New York City, we have a lot of things going on. We have Mayor Eric Adams just announced he's suing big tech companies the other day for harming children. But what it's really about when you read it is that he's saying it's a burden to our budget, right. all of the health care that comes along with this. Excuse me, my streets are flooded right outside my front door with all these illegal aliens trying to run me over on motorized bicycles and mopeds. I do not exaggerate. The streets are filthier than ever. I see women with small children. I saw one the other day just crying in the rain with a with a brown paper bag with clothes in it. So even we're bringing them here and then just putting them on the streets. There's no, there's all chaos, all. But uh, no, Gillibrand, she's doing she's doing nothing right now. Nothing. I've approached her. I've spoken to her. She's a yes, yes, yes. But when it comes to it, mm -mm, doesn't want to participate. I can't figure out why people wouldn't want to keep kids safe but perhaps we'll go back and look at this today tomorrow she may sign on with chuck schumer signing on because that's the linchpin right there let's hope right so. let's hope so because this should be yeah. a layup this should this should pass 100 to zero this should be an absolute layup you would think but my work in washington tells me don't ever expect anything from anybody until it's right. finally done do not expect you know no, I don't trust. Again, I don't like to be like this, but I am concerned that, and if you do the research, Meta, which is Mark Zuckerberg, there are mm -hmm. tremendous resources and other companies as well into this AI. They're looking at that, the AI, the AGI, putting their focus on that. I am very concerned. Sure, let's pass Kids Online Safety Act, one or two other things. Let's shut everybody up because our focus is going to be on something they cannot. Nobody knows. I work with a lot of great experts in the tech industry. How do we control AI? That's AGI. my big fear because then they're going to be saying these childs, uh, it's not child sexual abuse material because no children were harmed. These are cartoon images, they're AI images, but that's still evil and it's still creating an appetite. And eventually, downstream, you know, Lynn, that children are going to be victimized. Thanks so much. We're out of time. Can't wait to have you back again. Thank you. It's Senate Bill 1409. Call Senator Schumer. Call your senator. Get this bill passed. That's it for tonight's Reckoning. Stay tuned on today's News Talk TNT for the Hervoye Moritz Show. Until next time, God bless you. God bless these United States. Keep fighting the good fight.